welcome back to the CTO studio. I am your host, Nikolai Walker. Of course, where else would I be? Uh, I want to toss this ball over to Etienne and have him really flush out the question that I have, which uh, for Daniel is, what's it like to be a market leader and remain relevant in today's market as a CTO? Etienne, you take it from here. So is Build Fire, if you look at the next year or two, uh, is the game to... I imagine that there's this relevance game in this massive market of, you know, uh, regulations, terms of service, you know, having only two main players, I suppose, Google and Apple. Um, And then to just, you know, to sort of stay relevant in that space and attractive, I think the low-code approach obviously is attractive, but you're probably competing with other providers. And then is the other thing to keep narrowing the gap of what what can be done natively versus what can be dragged and dropped, like just keeping that feature complete. Is that the race or is it way more innovative than that? And, you know, you're working on like Apple TV or VR glasses or, okay. All, all of the above, all of the above. Um, but uh, let me try to, to box in the, uh, the narrative here. So, uh, one, it was much easier early on in some aspects when we uh, were catching up to our competitors. So we weren't first to market. And there were a few companies who tried to do this. Uh, and we feel they sort of went one extreme or the other. You had the Ionics that did, did really great, but they if you're not a developer, it's really not for you. And then you have the, the good barbers of the world who, uh, you know, create a beautiful system, but it's a closed system. If uh, the feature doesn't exist, it, uh, you can't make it. Uh, uh, work the way you want it. It's not an open system. It's a closed system. And so uh, uh, we we were trying to catch up to uh, the early adopters of this, this type of technology. And so they sort of paved a road for us because you know what your competitors were doing. You start with a blank slate. It was easier to, to follow that path. And then we realized at a certain point, we've taken the lead. Uh, and you know that's arguable. And what does it? What does that mean? Is that revenue? Is that feature set? But we've just realized. No, Daniel. That it's when you it's when you look up and you look around and there's everyone's behind you. That's how you know. Well, that's that's also when you also find arrows in your back too. So, <laughs> um, so uh, when when you when you look up and you say initially, what are what are our competitors doing? Let's be inspired by that, right? And then uh, uh, be motivated. To, to do better or take the good, leave the bad and, and, and put your spin on it to make it better. Once you, you pick up one day and you say, let's look at the next year's roadmap. And I've, I've done all these features. I've done that. You're, you're in the lead now. I have all these systems uh, and features. So now it's up to me to, to come up with uh, these, these new features. What is that? What is the, the marketplace need? And then see them starting to copy you, which is, uh, you know, again, only fair. <laughs> it started one way and then it flipped to the other. Uh, but we get to a point where you do have a constant moving target. Uh, we actually bake into our process a curveball that Apple's going to send us every single year. We just know Apple's going to do it. And, you know, uh, the, 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 when they try to kill an entire industry, with one sentence that you don't even know if they really meant meant it or not, but that's it. I am God Almighty. I've I've said my commandments. I shall not be questioned, and it is what it is until it, it reached Congress, right? Um, but we bake it in. It's it's like production support. 
when you're dealing with your uh, uh, your sprints. And if memory serves, we covered sprint reviews on episode 93 with Ahmad Georgie. You know bugs are going to come up. You don't know which bugs. If you knew what they were, you'd fix them. But you know at a certain level you need to engage what's in production and support it. And should we anticipate the unknown, Daniel? Uh, and not anticipating the unknown is the issue. So we actually have that for Apple and every two years for Google. Um, but dealing with compliance and the ever stringent compliance that's, that's happening um, and then knowing that uh, we need to provide a platform that works for everyone. Uh, simple things like two-factor authentication or stringent passwords You'll be surprised how many customers are begging us, please, let the, if they want 123 as their password, let them put 123. Um, but then if you're exposing any data, uh, if it's vulnerable, uh, am I liable as a platform? Is the customer liable? And so now you have legal language, you have GDPR, you have CCPA, you have HIPAA compliance, PCI compliance. And so that is our job is to make it easier for those developers developing on our system to not have to deal with all of that. And uh, while there's a never-ending list of features that you're playing catch-up on, we've sort of hedged our bets there by having an open platform to say, let the community build what it needs, right? And opening up that platform. And also with the next steps that you know you were alluding to, we are re-gearing the way BuildFire works to say we've built this wonderful platform and we will always continue to support and build on top of this platform. But right now, most, if not all, the players out there are engaging with companies saying, you have a problem, which is building a mobile app. Let me help you with that problem. We want to take that one step further with BuildFire. We want to say, why are you building a mobile app? Is it internal communication? Is it lead generation? Is it sales? What is it? Let's own that metric with you. Give me your goals. If you don't know what they are, we will help you define those goals and own it, and let's have this partnership where we can constantly uh, iterate through this process and make it better and better, not to make sure that at the end of the day we have a mobile app. It's, it's the goals set out on why you created a mobile app. Are you achieving those goals? And partnering up with companies from that level has a much stronger and more value add uh, from, from a vendor perspective. Almost the white glove treatment, well, maybe not that, but it's it's saying you're building the mobile app and this is how you've designed it, but what is the outcome you're looking at and let BuildFire help you rather than say, well, I know you thought you were going to build three forms, but in our experience, it's better to have a video and then a form and then a checkout, something like that? Yes, and, and we've, we've been doing that. We've, we 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 consult with our customers and at the end of the day, it's, it's their system, whatever they want, we will do, but we challenge them. We poke holes in, in their assumptions and, and if it withstands our uh, uh, objections, then we just move forward. And if not, they appreciate the fact that they have somebody to bounce ideas off, somebody who has experience building thousands of apps um, that they can bring to the table as being part of that family. But generally speaking, when you engage a developer, uh, you know, offshore, nearshore, locally. So what is the last step in your engagement then? The last step in your engagement is releasing the app. But we all know being CTOs, we'd all be out of jobs if that was the case. If technology was like that, we'd all be out of jobs. Okay, we've launched. Good luck. You know, I have to educate my customers sometimes and say, Facebook, they 
they're doing pretty well for themselves. They're, they're all right. They have hundreds of engineers. Why don't they all go home? What, 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 they're done, right? No, technology, stagnant technology is dead technology. And you're just giving leeway to your competitors here. And it's a moving target. Your, your user base's expectations change with time. And if you don't keep up with it, you are going to lose by just not moving. It's a race. It's not, hey, tag, I made it, I passed the finish line, I'm done. It's, a, again, finite game versus an infinite game. So can you summarize for us? It's keeping the ball rolling, iterating, grabbing that feedback, integrating it into the system, and making sure you're achieving your business goals. Yeah, I've, I've seen firsthand recently how a, an Ionic app, which the, the startup built it, and it worked fine with live video and stuff, and then they ran out of money and then they paused development, but they still use the app. And I've just noticed how over time it just stops working. It's unbelievable. Like no one's touching the code, but and people are using it. But over time, it just stops working. So I, I, uh, I educate my team and customers about this all the time. The very first website ever made technically still runs. It may look horrible, but it's still functioning the way it was designed day one. A mobile app developed last year doesn't work this year. That's how fast uh, uh, things are moving. And with a private entity like Apple that isn't held accountable to anybody except their shareholders, they have the right to put any rules that they want. They have the right to force their developers to change it in any which way they want. And that's why you see some, some of these legal ramifications that, that occur. Uh, uh, but you know, on a more pure sense, you are chasing a moving target. And the second you stop moving is when you're probably going to end your engagement. So do you feel like Apple's... Apple is in the right with the way they they curate the app store. I, I suppose uh, that. Uh, could, uh, yeah. Are, are we recording? Is this one, is it turned off? No, no, no. Don't worry. Don't um, worry. So Apple, it's 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 just uh, to to give an answer without giving an answer. Maybe um, it depends on how you view things. And Google and Apple have a a very uh, easy to understand model. Google says, "I'm going to let you outside of malicious intent create whatever app you want." And if it's garbage, nobody's, nobody's going to buy it, nobody's going to download it, and it'll just weed itself out, uh, the capitalist type uh, uh, market. Then you have Apple that says, no, 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 you are part of the Apple family, and you are in proxy representing me, so I need to hold up these standards, and my standards, by the way, change every day. And if you'd like to engage with our user base, you have to play by our ever-changing rules. And so uh, this is why you get... Uh, people who are fans of Apple will come and say, it's very simple, it's consistent, it's unified, I get it, it's, it, it works the way I want it to work. Yes, you're right, but there's a lot of effort and a lot of sacrifice that happens to achieve that. And, and at the end, it translates to why we're paying so much for Apple products. Uh, it's, it's, I, I remember back in the days when we used to build computers uh, you get your uncle or somebody and say, you know what? I love Apple. It's an amazing product. Oh, yeah, it is. You know, I used to have an e-machine that, that just used to break down. Wait, hold on. You, you're comparing a $300 computer to a $3,000 computer? 
well, <laughs> that's not fair. Um, but but the perception of the, they're marketing geniuses. Uh, you know, f- from a tech perspective, CTOs, we all know this. Everything that Apple touts about, oh, it's this brand new tech Android had years ago, <laughs> right? Um, but again, I'll never, I'll never forget when they were so proud of their virtual desktops. And I was like, anyone who's been using X3 <laughs> for the last 50 years have been using virtual desktops. If you can't explain your idea to your customers, if your marketing team can't resonate that message, if your product team doesn't understand the spirit of the problem you're solving, it doesn't matter. There's so much beautiful tech dead in some GitHub graveyard somewhere because nobody knew about it or nobody fully understood it or there wasn't a marketing team that supported it. And so we should learn from from the experiences that are in front of us is it is every department is extremely important in a business. And if you're starting your startup, if you and you don't know this, be ready to know it. Thanks again for joining us here in the CTO studio. And thank you to Daniel Hindi, our guest today. Uh, he is the CTO of Buildfire. He's also on the Forbes Tech Council. More than that, he has started a YouTube channel called Cogent Step to help build the relationship between founders and their technology people. So my suggestions for you are the following. Subscribe to Cogent Step at YouTube. Go check out buildfire.com and go check out 7ctos.com. And we will see you next time with another interview from Mr. Hindi.